Pickaxe. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Triforce podcast. Coming at you from a week where uh, Perian is now a boiled egg. Yep. Uh, Sips is a baked potato. Thanks. And I am a vegan sausage roll left in the oven for too long, and oh. I've I've wilted. It's been rough. Lads. You look like uh, you look like Archer's mum from the um, show Archer, <laughs> um, but a hot version. Like I mean, like yeah. like overheated version. I should oh say. yeah, not. Not, yeah, we'll clarify it. Not not like the not like a milf. Uh, <laughs> what a stupid fuck! I hate that the whole, the whole milf thing. I I would be happy for it to just go away entirely. You're not right? a fan you, of the whole milf. Thing? I just no, I'm not really. And you still see it. Like I, I don't know if it's like people just like saying it ironically or something, but like you still see it around, and it's just. When's it going to go away? You know what what's I mean? Your, like, what's your beef with uh, the whole MILF and DILF thing? Well, I think it's mm. like, I think it more it, it mostly comes from that, because it, it originates with that American Pie movie, right? right. Stifler, that's the right. Stifler. Yeah. And I think that the whole Stifler thing was just, I, I mean, I, I went to school with people like that, and I didn't like them then either. <laughs> and uh, I still don't like them. Like I, I, well, just, I think I it's been it's been the words been adopted to be a fetish, really, in a sense. Like like, you, how about the word cougar? Are you okay with that? Uh, I mean, ish. Uh, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't thrill me beyond words. You know what I mean? Like if 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 somebody says it, I I can excuse it. You know what I mean? Like at least I, it's I an actual it's word. I think at it's least... weird because essentially, the 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 core of the whole milf thing is essentially, I guess, kind of sexist. Because the implication is, oh my goodness, it's an attractive middle-aged woman, as Older if that's woman, like yeah. surprising. Uh, um, now I understand that the whole the whole gilf thing, like a grandmother, I'd like to fuck, is. Yeah. I I think that's more of a, a fetish because it is it is very weird for that has to be a right? young person to want to have sex with someone in their seventies or eighties. Like that's yeah, that's weird. Like yeah. I'm sorry, but that it that is weird. I'm not trying to kink shame, but there's clearly some some deep seated psychological thing uh, yeah. going on there. Um, but the the whole thing with milfs is, I think unless you are a, a eighteen, nineteen year old, early twenties uh, guy saying it about a, a woman in their forties, um, if you're our age and you're referring to a woman as a milf, um, that's kind of ridiculous because what you're really saying is that you would like it's surprising that a middle aged man wants to have sex with a middle aged woman when it isn't. <laughs> but I guess it is still kind of surprising that a a young uh, a young man would want to have sex with with a much older woman, I suppose. Whether that's society's hang up or yeah, we're all about shortening. You know, you always hear that like Japan have a word for a, like a single word for the sound of the rainfall on the roof of a bamboo hut, right, yeah. or something like this, right? And they'll have one single word for it because it's such. A, I don't know. That, that's a bad example, but is this a reference to Shinene going way back? You constantly get yeah. like this, right? And so we we want more words. Right, that save us time. You don't want to say hot mum. You just want to say milf. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like everyone can't help themselves. They they just have to make everything shorter. I, I no do one... say hot mums. I, I I like the term hot mums. I think it's slightly hot more mums. endearing. I would. I don't even think I would say hot mum. I I feel like I'm so elevated above you guys. <laughs> um, basically, on a higher plane, I would just say, what an attractive woman. 
Wow, what a gentleman you are. I would Tip say that. Tip your fucking fedora. Tip Milady, it. Tip that fedora. Would you care to engage in some <laughs> sexual frippery with <laughs> myself? <laughs> sexual yeah. frippery. That's a that's a good I was one. Trying trying to trying to sound as foppish as possible. I w- but I think the interesting thing is the counterpoint to all of this is and I'm going to say, lads, it's a three-word phrase. Wet-ass pussy. Wet-ass. Wet-ass pussy-ass. Wet-ass pussy. Have yeah, you, you've heard the, the furore about Cardi B and... Uh, I don't Megan have any idea what you're saying All right, right so now. this song came out. Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion brought out right. this song called WAP, W-A-P. Wet-ass And the, the song is about wet-ass pussy. Right. And their pussy's, you know, it's so wet and, and such a such good pussy that uh, the song is about how these fellas are going to do pretty much anything to get with it. Right. Uh, one of my favorite lines is, wet-ass pussy make your pull-out game weak. In other words, you, you know, you're going to bust a nut in this wet-ass pussy, right? You're not going to be able to help yourself. She's yeah. really selling her pussy. Right. Uh, it, it's a, it sounds like a fantastic product. Now, Ben Shapiro, that little twat that does uh, sort of um, a podcast of his own, I think. <laughs> I love he, that description. <laughs> little twat. He, he, he read... The lyrics to this, in a very, he was very unhappy with wet ass pussy, right. um, and he said that his wife, who's a doctor, uh, feels that it, this is clearly some kind of medical condition, which I think is just the <laughs> <Right>. most hilarious, <laughs> like a bacterial <laughs> yeah. uh, infection. <laughs> which means that Ben Shapiro's like, antibiotics for yeah, that but Ben Shapiro's like, honey, these women are singing about having a wet pussy, and she's either deluded or she's like, oh, oh yeah, that's a medical condition, Ben. You know what I mean? Like she's trying to let him down easy. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's oh. so funny. So because I have of his... seen the bit clips of the video with yes. their tits hanging out down that weird corridor, like Willy Wonka. Style. I, I am a big fan of wet ass pussy, uh, Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion for the precise reason that they're extremely hypersexualized and their songs don't give a fuck about what you think. They're just going to sing about wet ass pussy, which I think is hilarious. I, I was would, smiling I, the whole time I was listening to that song. I, um, I'm I'm un- personally a little bit uncomfortable with like hyper-sexualized uh, situations and people. I, I, I find it, it, I find it way over the top, personally. I'm not even a prude, you know, like I, I just think, think if you think of it as a comedy song, though, then it's okay, right? I don't even know if it is. I just, I just think it's fucking awkward. Like, it, it really is, isn't it? Like, where the hell do you look when that's on? Like, you're in a room and there's other people <laughs> supposed to watch it with your family on, on Saturday night. Like, oh, my, what the hell's going on here? Like, I don't know. It's too much. Maybe that's the dad in me, or maybe I'm just getting old or something, but it's just like too... You're getting detached. I wish we could go back. What did, you, what did you think about like the 90s glam rockers wearing like spandex one pieces and having long hair and stuff like that? Wasn't that like a bit overly sexualized? Kind uh, of yeah, like... I suppose so, but it was like, I don't know. I guess there was some sort of like comedy value to it as well. Or like maybe, uh, I don't know, man. I, think, it's just, I don't think it's they weird. were comedy. <laughs> maybe it's the same. Like, Do you maybe find so, it, maybe uh... it is the same, yeah. I don't know. Do you find it uncomfortable because it seems like smutty and and dirty? Like looking at someone else's striptease that they've paid for, like you're looking through a keyhole at someone else's I, I mean, I never have thought I, I about it specifically that way. I think it's just uh, like, I don't know. It's just like, I, I just, it's just like a little bit, not like, I'm not embarrassed for them. I'm just like embarrassed to, to, to be me when that is happening <laughs> I, I like i don't I know how to explain it it just like <laughs> it, it absolutely makes me cringe like yeah. i can't i think i think if it was live it would be it would be a little uncomfortable uh, yeah. but at the same time I, i'm a big fan of of uh of of looking at the beautiful women uh, shaking their butts so i mean i just think this is fucking great don't get like, me wrong <laughs> i don't mind watching some some butt shaking i i just like 
I don't know. There's got to be some like it's like it's kind of like right place at the right time sort of thing, right? Like I I don't know. I yeah, just think you want to that... see that butt shaking in a controlled environment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Because it's so lame it. sometimes. You don't just want to be sh- hit with the butt shaking when you weren't expecting. I don't want to like be it was sitting, some mainstream. I don't want to be at a funeral um, with like my grandparents and my family and stuff. And madam, please, somebody is as the coffin's being lowered down. Somebody standing on the coffin. You know, Frank cla- did cl- love milk. <laughs> Clapping that ass. I don't want, that's not the time or place. And as he requested, we're about to play his favorite song, <laughs> Wet Ass Pussy by Cardi B. Here's That'll be the, the funerals uh, of the future. Now get down. Do you think it, you know, you know that, uh, that video of the, the guys, is it Ghana where they did the, 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 the coffin carriage and they do that dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So do you yeah. think that the equivalent from what you're talking about would be that it is carried upon the butts of twerking women to the mm. grave and then uh, lowered into the to the a somber rendition of wet ass. I'm sure, pussy. there's plenty of dirty old guys who'd love that. There's um. there's a I mean there's a lot of comedy value in that. I wouldn't feel too awkward then. I think it's like you know when uh, I, I I I I can't explain it. I'm I'm maybe I'm just the only person who feels like this, but I just feel like I'm trying to think of an example. Okay, I don't know if you guys have played Metal Gear Solid Five. But like, uh, there's a character in Metal Gear Solid Five called Quiet. She's a sniper. Yeah. Oh, let me guess. She's very quiet a lot she of the does time. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Look her up. Look her up on uh, Google Images to get an I'm, idea. I'm okay. doing it now. She's a kid. She's just got like these tits that are spilling out all over the place because she's basically wearing like a. Oh, she's bra. wearing like a bikini. She's wearing like a bathing suit. Yeah, I wouldn't wear this much. into combat. I've got to be honest with you. And um, and <laughs> I just find like I just found every scene with her in it tremendously awkward like it was just too much i just i don't know like uh, i know like some people now let me just set the scene though imagine it was as hot as it has been these past few days sure you are on a secret mission a special mission okay and you have to run around in combat zones Uh and also you've got huge bazongas yeah and you just want to let them free Well, I mean, Solid Snake in that game has massive thighs, but they're all covered up. Like he's yeah. wearing he's wearing full trousers, like body armor, you know, like a headband and everything. Like basically, the only skin exposed on that guy is his face. I, I'm just watching he's got a some mullet gifs. to cover the back of his neck and stuff. I'm watching some gifs. There's it seems very gratuitous. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, eh? There's lots of she's looking out a window and she's sort of. Hanging down, looking out the window, and you're yeah. looking right down at top, and then she turns around. This to was get something. fine in 2015. No one was complaining about. Yeah, this but in here's 2015. the thing. It, to me, the the song "Wet Ass Pussy" is empowering because these women made it. They wrote the song. They performed right. the video. They're going to make money from it. It's their thing. Sure. If you have a bunch of dudes making a video game and they put a female character in, and they're just like, let's just have her bend over some more and. and uh, you know what though? Yeah. My overall commentary isn't. I don't even have a like. I don't have a problem with any of that stuff. For me, it is just the sheer awkwardness that I feel when I see somebody. With their with their tits out, like in a music video or whatever, I just I think find it's a it bit awkward. of both. I genuinely think, like, I think you're right, P Flax. I think the gratuitous, like, the booth babe and all that stuff, and the kind of men putting in sexy women into their games, and kind of I don't know, I don't think it's cool, but at the same time, there is this sort of like some women want to be empowered and and show off their their bodies and, yeah. and do this stuff. And who are we to stop that? If you if you want to do if you want to do the empowering, if you, if you want to do it, go for it. But I feel like if uh, if you, I mean, here's the thing: maybe some girls really like being booth babes. Honestly, maybe. empower away. But know this, ladies: 
I will feel pretty awkward. I might blush as well. I just find it too much. Empower away. <laughs> Empower away. But, but sips will look away. I will. That's the, that's the well, thing. I might not even, but I will still <laughs> feel pretty awkward the whole time. I just can't shake it. Are there any are there any songs similar to Wet Ass Pussy but they were done by empowered um mature women like middle-aged women? Uh, you know like I mean uh, Beyoncé's knocking on isn't she? How old is Beyoncé? I feel now? like you could just watch I Sex get, the yeah, City. Yeah, I mean Beyoncé's about as old as I am. Now. She's 38. The, the Sex yeah. the City movie. Yeah. They were basically just a whole bunch of milk. She doesn't look 38 though, does she? About, like, no, she's fantastic. Desperate Housewives. Yeah, exactly. Desperate Housewives. They're, that is Milf City exactly. And there there was a show called Cougar. Cougar Town, yeah, Cougar Town, was, didn't it? It? it had Courtney Cox in, right? That's right, yeah, that's right. She must be knocking on now too, eh, Courtney Cox? She's 87. She's 80, <laughs> geez. The time no, flies, she, eh? She's 56. She looks Jeez, fantastic. Yeah. Can we not, no, come, come on, guys. Let's not start sexualizing Gillian Anderson again and and um, all of the hot women that we used to watch from our You're right, it's a, it's a dark road. Shout out to a guy on Twitter, by the way, Pete, who is kept me and I think Sips in the loop with everything that uh, Liz Hurley's done oh, yeah, <laughs> for the last few much. years. Yeah, I think Flax, Flax has moved on. I'm still I, in yeah, the Hurley camp for I, sure. I said I'm, I'm done with Liz. I'm in there, and by firm I mean... I, yeah, you are firm. You've been a Liz I Hurley, uh, a Hurley naught for some time. Holy crap. So you went on holiday this week, Sips. I did, yeah. I went on a... I did a staycation. Uh, which is the the recommended way to do something different this summer, um, depending on where you live. So over here, what they're telling people is, uh, don't go away, don't leave the island or whatever. What you want to do is, um, you just want just have a vacation on the island. You know, stay set up a tent, stay at a hotel, or go camping or something. So we stayed at a at a local hotel. Um, which was fun. We just stayed there for two nights. Um, you know, we were we weren't far away from home. The kids had a really fun time. It was nice. We're gonna do it again at the end of this month as well. Just like now, when you told me about this yesterday, yeah, you the first the first thing you said was, "Fuck me, it was hot. Oh. There was no air conditioning. Oh my I god, I just died. It was. I, I was. I just melting. I did, I looked like I looked like Paul McCartney like the whole time I was gone. <laughs> I was just like a melting candle like I was just fucking dead. Like I just couldn't do anything. It was it was the worst. Like you, you we went outside. We were outside on the beach until about 10 o'clock every night just cuz it was so cool. Um just like the kids were just playing in the in the in the waves and stuff and we just it was pitch black but we were just like oh we can't go back to that room. It's just too much. At one point, even though we'd paid for two nights, I said, let's just go sleep at home and then we'll come back <laughs> in the morning. And my wife was like, nah, we can't do that. But I was like, I was ser- I was dead serious. I was like, oh, my, oh. this is too much. Like, I mean, how long does it take to drive from one side of the island to the to the other? Oh, like 10 minutes. Like, right. It's not, so yeah. you could have you done that. We could have done that. Yeah, easy. And it's I probably would have been cooler in the car. doing that, yeah. Even just, we could have all slept in the garage with the air conditioning. Jeez, it would be <laughs> fantastic. But, oh, my gosh. Yeah, so. I mean, it's like a, it's like a, like a seaside hotel. It's not, not that it's old, but I, I mean, there's a lot of people talking about this, like on social media and stuff. Cause you know, everybody in Europe is like, I'm fucking dying. It's so hot. And everybody in the States, like, just, just turn on your AC. <laughs> but we, we just don't have it over here. Like mm. it's not, it's not a common thing to have. Like I thought like, you had it though. Stores have it. I have it in my garage. I don't have it in my house. Oh, yeah. We we were looking into it because of um, 
I remember you said to me that I should uh, I should look into getting some um, AC. Yeah. And I mean, the thing is, I, I'm up in the office here in the in the loft conversion. Mm -hmm. As I said before, it gets very stuffy. Mm -hmm. um, I, even with the window open, there's not much breeze. If I have yeah. the door open as well in the evenings, I can't do that because I make too much noise. Yeah. I've got a floor fan going. Yeah. The sun beats down on this flat roof all day long. Yeah. And it is an oven like it must be well, when it's 35 or whatever it was it's you like just 40 perfectly described the hotel room i stayed in yeah. for two nights it's that, that's what it's like yeah it was at the top floor it was like a fucking oven the sun would beat in no no air circulation whatsoever yeah like, i don't think they have any ventilation um in the rooms at it's all it's very rough yeah. it's rough yeah. i remember my dad i was talking to him yesterday actually and he was saying he came over to england a few years ago uh to see us and he stayed in a hotel that had no fan, like not even a fan. And it was yeah. like this kind of heat. And uh, I mean, if you, especially if you're coming from the States, it, it's yeah. incomprehensible. You're used to being sort of somewhat climate controlled, yeah. right? Yeah. But I mean, this is how most people live, isn't it? You just get on with it. I just sleep with just a sheet or nothing and just lie on my bed and sweat. And eventually you go to sleep and you wake up a little dehydrated, but you know, you get by. It's all right. uh, Just know. make sure you're properly tied when you go to bed. That seems to help a lot. Oh. I found, um, interestingly, I found a few Japanese words that don't exist in English. Oh, yeah, right. let's hear these. Okay, let's and the hear first them. one is kind of interesting. So right. it's like, it's called Shibui. Is right? it? I've got one for you. Go Do you know what this means? Tatsu Maki Senpu Kyaku. Wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> See if you can decipher that one, bitch. Tatsu Maki Senpu Kyaku. Yeah. Is it food is related? The. Street Fighter 2 Turbo Hurricane Kick. Fuck, how did you find it out so he fast? He googled it. I fucking googled it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only Japanese. Isn't that, what, isn't that what Ken shouts when he does the spinning... Uh, and Ryu. Yeah, um, and Ryu, yeah. Yeah, that's oh the one God. when he does the hurricane kick. Tatsu Maki Senpu Kyaku. I feel like that's longer, though. That's like that's the opposite of what I was doing. So yeah. sh right. Shibui Sorry. means, apparently, means had to have good taste in an in a cool good old taste uh, in a cool way so it can't be used for young people or things it can only be used to describe people or things that have aged well and remain cool and attractive okay so like a like milf, david bowie I guess like david bowie yeah. or a milf yeah or george clooney i guess yeah. he's like a classy kind of older gentleman um who is still very attractive um and cool right and jeff goldblum it's very shibui. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm shibui one. actually. I think I'm I'm becoming more and more shibui as as um, time goes on. You know, sure. Just start wearing like, a business you... suit more more often than not, and um, with that a tie though. You got to have the collar open and the red trousers or a bow tie, or like a black bow tie. You could pull that off, like as if you were a wedding. Don't wear a bow tie. It's a little bow, bit bow ties stuffy. never look good. I don't yeah. think anyone has ever looked good in a bow tie. I think if you if you own like a gigantic telecoms company, you can almost get away with it. But even then, it's not. <laughs> you just look like a dick. That's the yeah, problem. Because you either look like this is your first time at a wedding and you're eight years old and you've oh you've got a little bow tie, or um. All right, so Lewis has just posted a picture of George Clooney wearing a bow tie. That's cheating a little bit, isn't it? He I looks mean, great. <laughs> right, but he would look just as good as if he, if he... In fact, he would look better if he wasn't wearing a bow tie. I mean, it's, it's, an, it's a stupid little know. thing that someone invented because they're hard to he's tie. He's a hunk, though, eh, George yeah, Clooney? Yeah, he's a, he's a really good-looking dude. He's, he's very... Yeah, he's he could very wear handsome. anything. He's a dilf. I think we do have words for this, like... 
but it's not quite right. You Look, know, I respect his handsomeness, but I would not probably enjoy fucking him. I, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I don't know if uh, that I would don't be... think you're going to fuck George. I think George is going to fuck you. Like if the, I yeah, think that's, that's probably the, true, actually. George would you'll probably be the fucky. take it. He would yeah. take Do you know what you should have said quickly. when I posted that picture of George Goody? You should have said, Sugoi, because that means... <laughs> right. Like so many things at once, it means like wow, superb, fabulous, marvelous, amazing. Like in, it's like a Jap- general purpose Japanese explanation that means like amazing. They like wow, so yeah. cool. So it, it, again, is it multi-purpose? Like, can you use it for other things? Yeah, you basically could just use it all the time. There's like an expression of of joy. You know, oh, you might, so like, it has to be uh, joy. It can't. It's not like the Russian bliat. Which can mean a bunch uh, of different things. Yeah, yeah, they say yeah. It a that's lot, kind eh? of the opposite, isn't it? It's I was like watching this. Um, I was watching this this uh, Tarkov streamer. He's Russian. Um, he runs labs a lot. He's really good at the game. And um, fuck me, when like if he gets like, there's a lot of hackers in labs, right? Oh, so yeah. he gets really pissed, and it's just like I can't understand a word he says because I don't speak Russian. Right. But man, once he gets going, like well, you can tell when he's pissed off because it's just like every <laughs> second word is bleat, 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 bleat. <laughs> it's, uh, he, So oh. like he must just be cussing hard or whatever. So let me get this straight. You're watching other people stream Tarkov when I've been streaming it for nearly two weeks. Ah, uh, you it know hurts, what? Well, that hurts. Okay, but this mm. guy is like a machine though. Like I uh, am like a machine. I'm just, my machine just oh. happens to be able to get loot on, res- on reserve and then okay, die. Okay, I mean, this this guy kills like 10, 15 players uh, per map. Like, he's insane. Wow. Like, he, he does these, like, corner peaks. He he has, like, roots. Like, he's he's on another level. Like, wow. uh, it's just... We he's did like, a labs run. I did a labs run and didn't die. He's he's the kind of guy that you would never want to be matched into a game that he oh, was in. Oh god, that like sounds he's, horrifying. He does these. He's got like these tricks, and I'm I'm sure a lot of people do them. I've only really noticed him doing them just because of the way he plays. But like, he'll so he'll he runs everywhere. So right. like he'll he'll run up to somewhere and then just stop to listen, right? Uh, and then sometimes just to lure people out of hiding or whatever he just chucks grenades all the time oh like, yeah he, he he loads into maps with like 15 grenades so he's just chucking them around corners he's chucking them into rooms whatever and like more often than not he'll sort of you know prompt somebody to react to all the noise he's making yeah 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 and that's when he knows where they are and then he can normally outplay them or whatever Ah, it's 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 nuts. It's it's, it's wow, scary. Crazy. It's scary it's, when you bump into It's like into watching Chad. art. It's it's insane. It's just like it's really good. Oh, but, I can see why you'd watch that over my stream. But it'd be terrifying to play against somebody that good. Like he's it he's is really, really good. interesting. So I've been playing um I've been playing a few miniatures games on tabletop sim and in real life. Right, this I've sounds less some, interesting so. already. By the way, <laughs> I didn't want well, to no, say but it. Like, I sorry, I, I know it's really nerdy, but I've just I don't know. Like I've been enjoying the. I, the physical movement around of it's quite a different gameplay experience, right? Because miniatures games, the first thing I sort of realized was that just the fact that it's everything is measured in inches and everything is positioned so precisely, yeah, it's very, it's quite unlike, but because it's turn based too, it's kind of like this odd blend that you don't necessarily see so much of on PC. Maybe they'll someone will make something that feels similar to it, but it feels quite unique. And one of the things I noticed yesterday was. When I play against Ben or Tom, there's always this sort of politeness almost, like where I say to him, oh, 
yeah, I've I, you you weakened my thing. Uh, so do you want me to re-roll the dice or whatever, right? And they're like, okay, yeah, sure. But when when the pros play, I was watching like um, a video of like a pro, the, the finals or whatever. Right. They were like the opposite. They were like deliberately distracting their opponent. They were like being friendly and making jokes and stuff, but in a way that kind of made them made their opponent make mistakes and not notice those things, you know. And so, for example, if they missed that weekend token that was on there, that would be like a a mistake that you want to force your opponent into. Mm. And it felt like there was this, there was, they were being friendly and being honorable, but up to a point. Like anything to do with the game, if your opponent didn't notice it, you had to capitalize on that mistake, you know? Right. Mm. Um, I don't know. It was kind of odd to see because it sort of felt like slightly, I don't know, like not, not, not gentlemanly, weirdly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you're competitive, I guess, like in sports and stuff, you have to take those advantages where you can get them, right? Really weird. That is um, unpleasant. That's why I, I would never play any of those board games and any miniatures battle and anything like that against people I didn't know. In a serious most context, most of the people yeah. that do play those things are awful people. So it really does go. change like your behavior when you take something too seriously. Yes, it's, it's really unpleasant. interesting. It's like the dark In a negative side way. of humanity. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's strange how humans get competitive and how that can lead quite quickly down to a, a, a negative path. Anyway, the next word, which I wanted to mention anyway, was. Um, so I've been, I've, I sort of read about this a while back. You, you've probably heard of it. Uh, ikigai. It's like the the. It sort of literally means life's purpose, right? Um, or 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 a reason for being, a reason for living, and it's this idea that you need to in your life um, find a combination of four things: what you love doing, uh, what you can be paid for, what you're good at. And what the world needs. Mm. Okay. So right. my favorite because thing is only two of those four. That's a problem. Which were the two? What were the two? No one's going to pay oh, me what? for it, and the world doesn't need it. It's masturbation. Nobody is going to pay me for that, right. and the world doesn't need it. Well, so, so that's you say more of that, a passion or a profession. You could. You might be a big sensation on um, on like uh, an adult website, especially one where you can upload your own uh, pornographic footage to. You know. Well, like. Like you, only fans you, or something. You don't like know that. until you try. Is basically what <laughs> I'm saying. Yeah, I wouldn't, so I wouldn't what, do it. How do you know? Sips is saying that somebody may need you, need to see you doing it. Yeah, and that may well give you a purpose, a feeling of satisfaction. It would not. You might. You might a feel feeling, very satisfied after that. that I would feel like an an icky guy is what I would feel like, <laughs> rather than have any yeah. icky guy. It's uh, it's sure. not it's not something that I would want to do. Also, because it's out there on the internet. Well, I have children who are on the internet. Well, you know yeah. what I mean. I don't want in ten years' time then to be like, Dad, uh, stumbled across a really I saw horrifying you video. Beaten, <laughs> beaten your hog hard <laughs> the other day, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, and I could be wrong. You looked really like a very skilled it. hog wrangler, but <laughs> I didn't oh, want to see that. And I'm scarred. Yeah. So. That is a worry, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, uh, before we go any further, just to remind everyone that we are very proudly sponsored by ExpressVPN. Uh, you can go to expressvpn.com slash Triforce yes. uh, to get three free months free <gasps> of, uh, of a VPN, which you should be using if you're browsing the internet. Uh, it, it provides safety and also wow. privacy. No. But also, <laughs> you can you can you can uh, use it to change your um, country that you're browsing from Ooh. to get around things. Like I was I, I, th this week, I actually used it because I looked up best films on Netflix, found a film I wanted to watch, 
And then when I loaded up Netflix, I realized it wasn't actually on the UK Netflix. So I changed my country to America, and then I was able to watch it. And uh, remind me again, Lewis, how would I do that? You can sign up at expressvpn.com slash Triforce, oh. and that supports the podcast. Excellent. It supports, it supports us. I use it. I like it. If you're not using it, you should check it out. Well, let's get on with the podcast. Sorry. Sorry about the distraction. See if you can guess these ones. Okay. okay. See if you can guess what all these ones are. Kogarashi. Um, it's like some some sort of like sea cucumber or something. Is that a uh, guy that you bump into in a back alley and he's very big and he says that Kogarashi and you think, oh, I'm fucked now, and you just give him your wallet. It actually apparently means leaf shaking wind, the first cold wind of the year that lets you right. know the when, Kogarashi when winter is coming. Right. And so it's like it's like the shivers, the shivery wind that, that it's like obviously a, a moment. A, a, a turning point. That's very similar cool. to that is koryu, uh, which is the, the first one of summer. First, the leaves changing colors in in fall. So it's like the way that the leaves slowly change their colors. Right. The koryu. It's a it's a cool it's uh, it's it's a cool these, these are cool interesting words that we yeah, don't, no, we I don't agree. have. I agree. Keep going um, if, if you got some more. Oh, the other one which you might recognize is itadakimas. Itadakimasu. Is that like their equivalent of saying cheese when you take a picture? Or close. It's 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 what people say before they eat or before they receive a treat or gift from someone. So it's like, I humbly receive this, um, which is kind of it's, that's literally what it means. I, I humbly receive this, or or like bon appetit. I guess it would be oh. kind of a thing that you might say. Good eating. So I, I humbly receive this and good eating. I think I've seen that in a few Bukaki movies. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Shall I stop? <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, God. Dear. Sorry. Oh, I amuse Jesus myself. Christ. I amuse myself. That's that's my only goal. Uh, there's, there's a word call, um, which I've never heard of called Oja Mashimasu. Oja Mashimas, which means... Uh, excuse the intrusion, or I'm sorry to interrupt. Kind of like it's like it's like saying excuse me. Right, I'm sorry. So we I'm... have an equivalent to that. I mean, that's we just say, oh, excuse me, sorry. Like you know, <laughs> well, no, excuse me, sorry is sumimasen, which is different. That's like the kind of that's like the casual excuse me. This is more of a sort of polite Japanese phrase that people use when they enter someone's home, which kind of means more like you know, sorry for intruding upon your personal space you know i'm gonna treat it with respect right. kind of thing do you suppose that um, that living on as they do a, a small island or series of islands sorry um and having such a large population that this kind of very etiquette heavy language and society really is the result of we've all got to get along and have words to make sure that we show respect or we're all just going to fucking kill each other like do you think that's that's where that's come from. Um, I, I I think it's just excessive politeness, right? But that and stems de from de somewhere. deference to one's elders too, like finding ways to just I I just be I just guess be be scared of them, but also be nice to them. I think I think the respect for one's elders things. I think a lot of that comes from. I'm ignorant as sin about all this stuff, but isn't it like Shinto has a big belief in ancestors and stuff like that? And also, bear in mind, people in Japan have lived longer lives, like they've had longer lifespans for quite a while. So I guess culturally, you've got more older people. I know that there is an awful lot of uh, older they, they, people they in Japan They refer right to now, Japan right? often as a ger gerontocracy, right. I think, or a gerontocracy, which is this this sort of state which is kind of governed by the elderly. Right. And it's it's odd, but kind of very true. You know, they still use fax machines in businesses. They're still very kind of... 
they're very old school right. in a sense. Like, but where need... does that culture, that culture of politeness, extreme politeness, has to have come from somewhere? I think you're right. And I think it must be those that close quarters, large population. Because um, you know, it's not like the like the, the, they're clustered in in very large cities in Japan. Because I, I guess a lot of it is quite mountainous. Like you couldn't really spread out in Japan. It's quite a quite a mountainous. Yeah, country, it's one it? of these what's called sort of it's like a mega mega megalopolis kind of things. It's just sort of this like I was reading about this and there's sort of various mega mega. I think they're called megalopolis actually. Right. Which are these and there's various ones. There's like the Eastern Seaboard, which is kind of just like cities from New York all the way down to you know, through Philly and all the way down. It just goes all the way. It's just it's just urban sprawl the whole way. Mm. There's a similar one, a corridor between, is it um, like, is it Chicago all the way up, Toronto and all the way up there in the, on the Great Lakes? There's this big sort of megalopolis there. And there's this one, in, and Tokyo one pretty much goes all the way along because mm. it's, it's, it's this mountain range in the middle and they have the, the Shinkansen, the, the big train that runs along the bottom. It just it goes through just city after city. Um, and there's a few in China now as well, just huge, like, urban sprawl that goes on mm. forever. It's really, really, really interesting. But yeah, like, they've always lived, I guess, more... But there's, there's, there's rural areas too. Uh, it's, it's not that... I just... I, I don't know much about it. I just think it's really interesting mm. to, to speculate wildly about. But the other one that I, I heard was um, Wabby Sabby, which is this sort of meaning is of it a game aesthetic... Show? Welcome to Wabi Sabi. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like it definitely sounds like that. Um, Japanese TV, by the way, is just terrible, bonkers. Uh, but we'll 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 not. Although I did that. watch one, it might have been Korean actually, where they have um, these uh, pop stars. You know the way they have they have a lot of female pop groups in in Korea. It's like a yeah, big J-pop, idol uh, idol groups, right? And yeah. a toaster pops toast up, and they have to catch it in their mouth when the toast pops up, and. So they have their face over the toaster and have to try and catch it in their teeth when it pops. They obviously don't know when it's going to pop, so they put it on the timer and they go, and they have to try and catch it. And the bread hits them in the face a lot of the time. And they'll do an ultra slow mo with it, with like sound effect, like of like the bread hitting them, and then close ups, and then you'll have you'll have that happening. And then there's always a, a picture in picture of the other girls or, or someone in another studio reacting and laughing. It's uh, it's a very different style of television. It's very odd, oddly, slightly cruel, slightly physical comedy aspect to it, for yeah. sure. And I wonder and if that's it, those, because those... of the, the etiquette and the politeness. It's entertaining to break that down and have these kind of clowny, jokey um, presenters who make fun of people when that's the opposite of how you are in day-to-day -day life. I wonder if that's part of the, the reason it's so popular. Pure, yeah, pure speculation on my lot, part, of course. I mean, we only see those sort of extreme game shows, really. But there's a lot of very kind of generic chat shows and sort of quite quite odd. It's just quite odd and quite different. And it's, it's and the reason we don't really see much beyond that, you know, we see a lot of anime. We see a lot of things that, that, that cross over, but a lot of a lot of Japanese TV and comedy doesn't cross over at all mm. that we never see because it's just so unique to to that sort of culture. In the same way, I guess, like things that we might have, like, uh, I don't know, it, the, the, some things we've done, like British Bake Off, cross everywhere. You know, everyone loves Bake Off. It's huge in, in China and all over the place. Um, but certain things that, I don't know, that that, that might not cross over. I can't, I can't All right, here's, here's one. Maybe Songs of Praise. There, there's know. one called AK Bingo, and you have a disgusting-looking insect in a tube, 
and you have girls either side of the tube and they're blowing the insect away from them. And who- not, I mean, these ones are pretty... They, this is like the same equivalent of us doing, you know, the jungle challenges in I'm a Celebrity. <laughs> it Get just me out seems so cruel. They're, they're awful. Yeah, anyway, Wabi Sabi is the... It's much more refined. It's the aesthetic sense of emphasising quiet simplicity and subdued refinement. So it's like like something that is simple and quiet but makes you have a good feeling and a calm mind. Mm. Um, in the same way, I guess, like, huge, huge, huge is the sort of Norwegian, oh, is it Norwegian or, or, or Scandinavian word that sort of means the kind of warm coziness of a, of a, of a in winter, you know, that you get around Christmassy kind of thing. Um, but this is more, Wabi Sabi is more to do with pottery or um, like a temple in the woods, kind of like a kind of a, a, a quiet, warm sense of coziness, mm. which we don't have a like, word uh, for. We, we, the word hygge in, uh, in Swedish. Yeah, sorry, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, but I think um, Wabi Sabi could be used to describe, I don't know, like walking around the grounds of a stately home or something, you know. Um, this, that feeling so would of, you would you describe the place as having wabi sabi or is it more of a a feeling? I think it's this sense. Mm. It certainly, t- tends to be an art. Um, it certainly has to be attached, usually attached to art, mm. like a, a temple or a building or a, a, an object or a painting, I something see. which gives you that feeling of um, s- s- just s- simple but homely but warm. Mm. It's tough. It's, it's, we don't have words for these no, things. It's um, tough. But it's but when you do, it's obvious. What words do we have? What that Japan doesn't have? Well, no, that, well, prob- that probably loads. it would be hard to translate, and the meaning of it, you know, it would be multifaceted. And uh, I mean, English is a very descriptive language. We've got if we need to describe something, we we can very you know we've got a ton of words to describe things. Lots of words that have the same meaning in slightly different contexts and stuff like that. There are some words that we must have some words that are just kind of like, oh, it's kind of hard to explain what that means. And I'm just trying to think what they might be. I think be. that we actually have more words than anyone else, right? Oh, we've got a huge vocabulary, um, but we steal a lot of words. We make a lot of new words as well. I mean, we're always adding words in. I don't think French does that, for example. Uh, I've got a list here. Serendipity. That's a good word. Yeah, but we know the, what that word means. The idea of finding pleasant or desirable things by accident. Yeah. I don't think other countries necessarily have that I don't think that's that even word, our though. word. That sounds like it's... <laughs> that's not... That's probably what... That sounds Greek, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I suppose actually there's a list here that that don't. Well, the first one is cheesy. False tack, you're trying too hard. Cheesy. So like, <clears throat> that's yeah. a, that, that's like my um. That's a really good description of my um my Twitch channel. Oh. <laughs> my cheesy. Da- my day to day. False tack, you're trying too hard. My day to day plight. The first noted use of serendipity in the English language was by Horace Walpole. On the 20th of January, 1754, very specific. In a letter he wrote to his friend Horace Mann, Walpole explained an unexpected discovery he made about a lost painting uh, by reference to a Persian fairy tale, The Three Princes of Serendip. The princes, he told his correspondent, were always making discoveries by accident and sagacity of things which they were not in quest of. That's a very 18th century way of putting it. The name comes from Horace, Serendip. It's Horace here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm writing you a letter. Always <laughs> make discoveries by accidents and sagacity of things which they were not in quest of. Which is, uh, yeah. So Serendip uh, is an old uh, name for Sri Lanka, hence Sarandip by Arab traders. It is derived from the Sanskrit. I can't pronounce that. The word has been exported into many other languages. So that might be a word that we kind of came up with based on some other things. 
So that might actually be an, an invented English oh word. Oh my God, do you reckon there's like a Japanese TV show right now going through English words like <laughs> cheesy and pimp and trying to describe them in to, to the audience? And there's probably. Like some, I think some, they probably do stuff like that. They have like, like that three guys one time. bald guy, one like um, big chubby dad, guy, and one really good looking uh, one like guy. funny, funny, sexy young guy. Yeah. yeah. But um, they're hovering over a pit of eels. And if they get one wrong, <laughs> they have to eat the eels and they're dropped in them. And then uh, someone poos on them. There we go. That's that's how you make it's, it a proper game That sounds so, pretty good. One of the words on this list is pimp. Um, I, I guess not in the, t the way of this exploiting prostitutes, but more in the way that it is to like pimp my ride. You know, right. pimp, pimp, pimp this thing out for me. You know, that's an odd... That's an odd use. That's only quite recent that we've started using it. Mm. I guess it means to upgrade or to like, 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 um, bling out. Yeah, to, but again, you're using another new word, bling, um, to sort of uh, explain another new word. So yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, if you you know, add some bling on there. I mean, I, I've uh, you know, people bling everything. Yeah, even vaginas get blinged up apparently. So it's true, they do. Yeah. Some wet ass pussies with bling. That's how. That's the most Holy bling pussy that you could fuck. get. You could like bling. You could bling. You could put like a like a diamond, like bling up your your dill hole. You um, could just <laughs> ram a diamond in there. <laughs> yeah. You could bling it. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's a word they don't have. Yeah. Yeah. Dill hole. Oh. Dill hole. Holy shit. I was trying not to be super um crude. Explicit. No, you've become you've become very sensitive all of a sudden. What happened to edgy sips? Are you just are you concerned that you're going to offend people? No, for, not in the slightest yeah. actually. Um I, I I I I think I am still kind of um kind of disgusting and whatever. Like I'll talk about poop and dicks and vaginas Sticking and stuff. a hot dog up your ass. Yeah, yeah the whole lot. I just yeah. um I, I think I, I I don't know what the I don't know what the issue is. Putting some heels you know, in your dildo. You know, another another one that I found really awkward was that uh, Miley Cyrus, um, the wrecking ball one. I, oh yeah, I, but that was just ridiculous. That was tremendously awkward. The, but that that was, that, just, that was awkward because it was so forced. It felt like a committee had come up with. Yeah. Okay, here's what you're gonna do, Miley. You're gonna bend over yeah. and you're gonna stick your tongue out in a really weird way. It just looked weird. Uh, yeah, I know. It just like it didn't didn't do it for me at all. Yeah. It, it had the opposite effect. It didn't. Feel natural i wasn't disgusted i just felt really awkward also not being funny thing. but there's nothing to her like what are you what are you showing me it's like there's nothing there is she showing me her lack of a cool butt I was, it was disappointing and she has a tongue like a snake weird she's got a snake tongue yeah so well, i didn't i didn't watch the whole thing so i don't know by the way yeah talking about f things that were um totally f totally fixed and you know these 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 songs that are written by a committee of people there was this idea. Um, well, there's a podcast called Wind of Change, mm. um, which is out. Uh, I can't. You, it's about you, you flatulence. Can, if you're interested, is it about it's, uh, what's what is it? The scorp? Is it a, is it about the scorpions? It's the yes. scorpions, right? Scorpions. It's about the scorpions. Wind of change. Wind, wind, of, wind change. of change. Okay, Take hang on a second. The lyrics. The magic of the moment. The storm. The stormy night. That one. That song was such That's a big right. hit. I in thought Germany. part of this song was in French because I couldn't understand any of the words. They just have very uh, strong German accents, I think, the Scorpions. Yeah, and down to Gorky Park. Yeah. Which is in Moscow. To the wind right? do do of change. Yeah, that's it's and weird. So eh? that came out of roundabout after the fall of the Berlin Wall. Yeah, yeah. And it was a time when 
this is what the podcast sort of. I mean, this is not a spoiler for the podcast if you want to listen to it. I recommend it. Um, it's because this is sort of the idea, really. The podcast investigates like the suggestion that the song was written by or connected to the CIA huh. right. as, as a way to bring, as a psyop to bring down the USSR, uh, which did happen. And I, I think they were doing a lot of ops at the time. And, 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 and they will all, this cultural idea of cultural war, they just were spitting out loads of these ideas. And some of them just went, like at the time, those Scorpions were the biggest artists in the world. They were huge. They were going on a tour of Russia at the time. This this was sort of the a, a song that that is to do with Russia. You know, it's got I I follow the, the the first three lyrics are a lot of the lyrics are linked to Russians like the balalaika mm. and talking about Gorky Park and stuff. And it's it was a huge huge hit. And it's just such an interesting idea that it could have been manufactured by the CAA. Yeah, because we know it. The you CAA, know, it was this... the uh, Canadian Automotive uh, Association. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, guys, uh, uh, something I've been obsessed with recently, and I've been having a lot of fun with messing around. Check this. Okay, I posted in Discord. Have you guys seen this video yet? Puddle of mud Pud- about puddle a of mud. Okay, the right. band Puddle of Mud have covered. Uh, kind of recently, I mean, it's a couple of months ago. They covered about a girl by Nirvana, but oh man, you got to watch. Just watch some of it. Just to, it's 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 pretty good. I, these guys are like, um, I don't know much about them actually. I've heard of Puddle of Mud. I think they're like some. Yeah, sort of they like, were kind of one of those Limp Bizkit-y like knockoffs. Like, I think back so. In the day, yeah, you yeah. Know? But anyway, I think this guy fancies himself as like a bit of a Cobain. These guys uh, look like they're about fifty years old now. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're very past their sell by date rockers. Yeah. They're all sat down. <laughs> okay, so what I've They're been all like what I've been having a lot of fun doing recently is using YouTube's uh playback speed feature. So I let the song play out in normal speed, but then at the end of each verse, you know, like I need an easy friend. Um, you know, like I can't have you I can't see you every night free, you know, like when he you know, like those 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 words the that bits, yeah. at the end of the verses. So when he gets to those, I slowed down the playback speed to like 0.25. This is horrible. This, what, you, what I'm having to listen to here. This is absolutely well, awful. You can tell that the other guys have to put up with this guy. They all, it's four old guys. They look like they're sat in wheelchairs. Yeah. Three of them are playing acoustic or sort of guitars. And the what the one well the one in the middle obviously the lead singer guy is it looks like he's having like a hernia yeah, he's every time he tries like to an sing anything trying to he's sing, like yeah. shitting out like a fucking <laughs> I know really dry heavy fiber shredded some, wheat there are some really good like Ooh. montage versions of this where it's just all of his like you know hernia yells and stuff but um, <laughs> yeah Jesus. the whole thing is pretty great too that's, that's, but yeah it's it's a bad cover yeah but and it went a couple of months ago it went it went viral like for all the wrong reasons sort of thing you know like it was one of those one of those ones but man the the, uh the playback speed uh feature thing is it's super fun to like mess around especially with this song for some reason just because it's always funny to look at stuff in speedo mode and and slow mode yeah absolutely yeah it's always fun to like see people talk like sound like smurfs or so i'm trying to find other songs where this will work well for you know and i'm thinking the next one that i can mess around with is uh intergalactic by beastie boys because it has those like well now don't you tell me to smile you know they have like those, those like those yell parts right. like at the end of the verses sure. that I can just slow down <laughs> and the rest of it I can speed up. 
So I think I'll mess around with that one next. It's good. It's good Do fun. It. It's a, yeah, it's a good good time waster. You know, when you're you're waiting for a download or you're waiting for the train to come or you're waiting for your hair to grow or you're waiting for the time to go or whatever, you know, just fucking Yeah, 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 yeah. Just blast some um, some playback speed. It's it's funny. So watch this about a girl cover by Puddle of Mud. I saw it. And it's then to, to cleanse your palate, watch the uh, watch about a girl from the um, Nirvana MTV Unplugged in 1993, mm. um, and watch a guy sing the song without having a hernia uh, because naturally that was his voice. <laughs> but the Puddle of Mud guys, naturally not his voice. <laughs> so he's well, just like, I, just, I guess just trying it's to odd because he's trying to do a impression. Yes. <laughs> And I think that's the that's the I've always been led to understand that if you're covering a song, you shouldn't just make it sound as much like the no, original song. You put your own as possible. You put your own spin on you it. I, own, exactly. I heard a cover of um oh what was that song? It's not even a good song. It's uh and it's not even that old either. But some but some girl or woman has done a cover of it. Is this uh, I guess. is this Leanne Le Havis doing her cover of um Gosh, what song was it? Dancing in the moonlight. Oh, no, I hate that Everybody's song. <laughs> okay, so somebody's covered that song. Why? Of all the songs out there, why Why Dancing in the Moonlight? I don't know, because it's why dreadful. Bored? Do you know that song was not by, what was that band? Whoever they were, that was not an original song. Who? Which one? What song? That Dancing in the Moonlight. That is an old song. Right. Right, it was yeah. not them. Dancing in the Moonlight. Their song okay. was a cover. So there is an older version That's, of that song. But there's... Yeah, I think it was Van Morrison or someone like that. Was King it King Harvest? Okay, is who it was. All right, Top well, Loader is the version I know. Right, which top, is God. Top Loader God is awful, like the, but it's, it's not awful, their song. Yeah. It's not their song. If the, the, yeah. here is a good here is a good cover for you. Leanne Le Harvest doing a cover of a Radiohead song called Weird Fishes, which wasn't a really like well, it was an okay Radiohead song. Her version is absolutely phenomenal, better than the original, incredible. That and it is a completely different take so it's similar in parts to the original but she's put her own spin on it and it is absolutely wonderful that's a cover is you take a, a song and it's like an homage to it but it's not just trying to reproduce it like this god-awful puddle of mud thing dreadful oh yeah this is king harvest through the years king harvest through is it king harvest that did the original Apparently dancing so. in the moonlight it must have been yeah mrs f was listening to spotify the other day she, uh, when she's working from home, she sticks Spotify on in the in the uh, in the living room there, and um, and that was on. And I was like, "What?" It's like this wasn't this wasn't this was a cover. And she was like, "Yeah, that blew my mind as well." I was like, "Good God!" Sorry, what was the, the problem? Is what was the song again? Dancing in the Moonlight. We were just talking about it. Oh, sorry, I thought you were talking about that other song. No, no, no. I'm, the, the Weird Fishes is oh. the one by Leanne Le Havis. She's just put an album out like in the last couple of weeks. It came out. The official music video came out four weeks ago. It's got two hundred and eleven thousand views. It's very good. It's very good. If you're listening to this podcast, go and listen to it. It's an excellent cover. Her vocals are amazing as well. Do people still do like comedy songs? Like cause Weird Al, there was this era where Weird Al and Lonely Island, I guess, was the most recent. Lonely, sort of no, well, not even. There's type. what's that? There's that rapper as well now. Uh, what's his name? He's he does, he's like funny raps, but like everybody oh, likes yeah, him. Oh yeah, like um, <laughs> I can't remember his name. Tiny okay. Dicky or little Dicky. Yeah, Dickie. little yeah. little Tiny Richard. Tiny Dicky. He sounds like a pod, like a Triforce fan. Yeah, let's say yeah, it's like <laughs> little Dicky or something. But I think people actually really like him and think he's good at rapping and stuff. But I, I just like. 
just the whole concept, I can't even. I think doesn't Lil, Lil Dicky does some quite funny songs though. Actually, if I remember yeah, rightly. apparently he does. I just I can't I can't get my head around it. Like it's just he, he's actually I actually don't mind Lil Dicky so much. Um, he's he's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I, I'm not really into comedy like music. Epic rap battles of you know that was a classic. Thing. Like when I'm people put the album on by uh, what's that band? Jack Black and Kyle Gass. What's that song? They do like Tenac uh, the Tenacious, Tenacious D. D. I want that, that, I want to fuck you or right, whatever that. that, that one. It's just tedious. Like it's just not I, yeah. I can't handle that either. I think it's got to be a generation thing or something. But I don't find that like uh, everybody. Everybody like it's one of those songs that comes on and everybody knows the lyrics too. And you're like, how the fuck is anybody even listening yeah. to this to yeah. know these I, lyrics? I and they're all laughing and singing the song and stuff. And you just think, fuck you for enjoying this. You like, know what the biggest problem is? It's a single punchline stretched out over three and a half minutes. That's a problem with all these comedy songs. Yeah, I guess it's so. like essentially it's got one funny element. And that's it. And it's just boring. Fucking boring! It's tough to write these things, I think. It, uh, it is, yeah. Yeah, so stop. <laughs> it, is, it must be really hard Get to write these things. Lil Dicky, I, maybe I need to listen to it more or something, because everybody's always banging on about Some of his Grady stuff is. is quite good, yeah. But it's I just, like, funny. it's one of those things, I like, I get I get like this, and I get, again, I think it's like an age thing, where I don't like the idea of it. I was like that with like Father Ted, for example. <gasps> First time somebody explained Father Ted to me, I was like, that sounds fucking stupid. Oh my God. I'm not God, watching dude. that. It's so good. And then though. it turned out amazing, obviously. Right. But um, you know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like one of those things I just. Uh, it, it it makes so little sense to me that I don't even want to try it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I'm just I, I'm like super. The walls are up. Well, I'm one of these people who doesn't normally. I don't normally listen to lyrics. I kind of am very much a. I uh, know. Uh, some, some people I talk to are like, oh, I, yeah, I, I totally listen to the lyrics and take them on board, like Scorpions, you know, totally yeah. <laughs> caused me to get rid of communism. Definitely. But um, I, I, I guess, like, my the current playlist I've listened to on Spotify is called um, Fantasy Board Gaming. Oh, God. Which man. is basically Fuck this, me, man. Like, Does every conversation what? have to come back to this? Like, no, geez. it's unrelated. It's unrelated. It's not unrelated. I need to be listening in on my brain. This is like my, my daughter has a fucking Undertale playlist that she listens to, right? That, this, <laughs> the same kind of shit, what? dude. No, but it's like, it's a playlist where I could just, like, do um, other things, like, even read a book. And it won't interrupt my flow, right? I like having a little musical right. thing going on, especially like, you know, when I've got like, say I can have my headphones on and it's like, I can have like, I can be sat there and it's not like, I don't have to listen to like the people shouting next door and, you know, the seagulls and I don't know, all the other A lot of people listen to music that way. A lot of people put music on to filter out other things or they find it helps them concentrate. For me, and I'm sure there are other people out there, it is completely the opposite. Right. If music is playing, I can't do anything else. I am listening well, I to music. I think you need to just find the right... I think you need to find a, a background playlist. But that I don't works like that. And I've just suggested one. I don't know. I don't. And I don't should, like background you, you, music. To, you dropped an eel on me. I can't do it. And I can't listen well, to you background don't, music. You don't like to listen to fresh beats while you study for your exams and stuff, <laughs> uh, or whatever it is that people do now. They have like that does explain your grades. Twenty four, twenty four seven, um, chill, chill beats. I just can't. I just can't do it. Or, like if I'm listening to music, I want to listen just to that, and I want to really like. I really want to be able to to be transported by it and to to think of nothing else but what I'm listening to. 
It would be like I, reading I, a book I, whilst doing the hoovering. Very, like, I very rarely do that. I find it. I find it the opposite. Like I can't just listen to music. I find it not. Not. It doesn't hold my attention enough. Often. It's because you're listening to a playlist of music for fucking Warhammer board gaming. Maybe I'm not play. Maybe I'm not. Yeah. Maybe I'm not listening to the right stuff. That's. I suppose if you do listen to music properly, you can. I guess hear more. I in think it. you have to let it in. Um, like that's the thing with with right. backgroundy. Like it's probably you know, a word for it. Yeah, there probably is. Yeah, Shanene is. Uh, it's probably is yes, yeah. That would probably be it. Shanene. I think you, you've got to open up. I think the problem is music can be very emotional, and there's a natural reaction for a lot of people to what not are, want to what engage are, with it. What are some songs that can bring a tear to your eye? Like loads. Do, what, think, th- okay, think of uh, try to think of an example of just such a beautiful song that. It gets you every time. All right, so you hear here's it and a it's song. Just like, it's, it's Jeff Buckley, Hallelujah. No, too come cheesy. On. Here, here's one. a good one. Let me just get my too playlist. Cheesy. Up. That's on, too so. cheesy. Yeah, that's way too cheesy. I mean, yeah, you're right. It, you know, it's a very emot- emotive song, but it's like it's played I'll tell out. Tell you what gets me going: the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. Oh, that actually brings a tear to my eye. It's very epic. I'm just trying what? to find this. <laughs> what? What now, bitch? <laughs> no, I'm with <laughs> I love, you. I love I'm how with like you. standoffish you got at the end of that. As if we were going to jump. I agree. What? What? Fight me. Uh, um, oh, it's it's by Ellis Regina and Ant- Antonio Carlos Jobim. It's El- the Ellis and Tom album. It's Aguas de Marco. It's a beautiful song. It's very, very famous in Brazil. And right. uh, she, sad, very sadly, Ellis Regina died very young of a drug overdose, um, which adds Jeez. another layer of sadness to it. Oh, but yeah, that, that really helps. To, that helps to it make it a tearjerker. But that is a beautiful song. Also, Ain't No Mountain High Enough by... Um, What's his name? And uh, I mean, that's name? one of the reasons the Jeff Buckley one's fucking sad. Yeah, he, he went. Yeah, he did. He before did. his time. Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell. I always forget their name. So Tammy Terrell, like it, when if you watch, um, there's like a very early music video of this where they're just singing to each other. And Marvin Gaye adored Tammy Terrell, and she was fantastic. She was a wonderful singer and just brilliant. And she also died tragically young, and it broke Marvin Gaye's heart. So listening to that song with that in the back of my mind, that always gets me choked up as well. Because um, it's such a beautiful song and this it's so wonderful, the, the the performances, and then knowing that the tragedy behind it. Same with the the uh, the Brazilian song as well. Um, I, I feel like a song that has a background to it that is itself heartbreaking um, makes it sadder. And also they're just fucking good songs. That is, so I get the theme here, that the saddest songs are the ones which have a sad story attached I'd, to them. Well, not necessarily. Some people find other songs that don't necessarily have a sad story attached to them sad. Right, like there's, there's. I definitely... think rehabs a pretty sad song. Yeah, no, a lot of a lot of her stuff is very sad because <laughs> no, it is. It's true. I mean, the thing is, if you're if you're separating the song from the story behind it and just listening to it on its own, maybe it's not sad. But songs that aren't sad songs become sad because of the story behind them. When you know them, it's a bit like expanding some, the story. I, and some some songs aren't sad. They're just like some songs are so epic that I can almost yeah. Like, bring it to you like i find like yeah uh, this is gonna sound ridiculous but <laughs> like uh like like dragonborn from skyrim can almost bring it to oh, my eye i saw that happening yeah i watched uh, a clip of you yeah getting involved. and and also I see it in your eye the fallout 4 theme music i find very nice as well like it's just like uh like powerful you know i don't know what it is like it's you're right it sounds yeah. nerdy but it, can, it could get me going nerds. we are it could get nerds. me going Civ six intro music there's Ooh. a there's a couple of radiohead songs that could get me going as well like i remember uh my boss um, when i used to work at the bank i didn't know that song um, <laughs> my he was uh he was only in his 40s and he died of a um of a he had a he had an aneurysm that that killed him 
Um, was he trying to do a Nirvana cover? No, he wasn't. Too soon, he was. Um, Too soon. <laughs> he was. Um, it, it was really sad, anyway. And I, re- I remember. Uh, I think it was. I think it was "Fake Plastic Trees" by Radiohead mm. was on oh, the bloody, radio yeah. when okay. I heard the news, and it that that choked me up big time. I mean, I was sad because like my friend had passed away as well, but. Um, but now every time I hear that song, I can't help but think about that. And it makes me, mm. ma- it makes me sad every time, you know? So it's, it's powerful stuff, music. Like, it is. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I think some people want to put background music on because music is very powerful. It is. It speaks yeah. to all humans and it has done for all time. There's some magic yeah. in music. And I think a lot of the time, if you just want to put background noise on, I think not engaging with it is at times healthy mentally because I do it all the time where I just put music on and do nothing else and it gets me in such a state sometimes that it sort of uh, leads to some some pretty bad panic attacks. So I I try to limit how often I just just listen to, to music that's really, I, I find very God, powerful. it gives you like an ex- existential crisis. Later on that day, yeah, I'll sometimes, I will have a, a crisis of some kind, but uh, I had a terrible panic attack You have to be aware of this stuff. Like it's definitely like stuff that, stuff affects you that, you didn't realize like where it came from. Yeah, it, 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 sometimes like sometimes you you'll have like a bad load of fart. You'll be farting, and right. you'll be like, yeah. "Where did that come from?" And then you'll <laughs> oh, think, like, oh, "What are you it, like a dog?" Was it that? Was it that thing I had for breakfast? Yeah, I shouldn't have eaten all that dog food for breakfast. No, but the, that's what, when that's dogs fart, they it. look at their ass sometimes. Like what another the fuck? another song that made <laughs> no. me cry one time is I remember. I remember I was uh, at the club with uh, with some of my boys, and uh, you know we, the the drinks were popping, and uh, the pussy was was popping off hard too. It was wet, wet and ass. Some wet it ass really doesn't sound just, like any pussy was popping, was popping anywhere near. And all of a sudden, uh, over the um, sound system at the club, Dragon Ball, I hear, Dovoku. I hear everybody report to the motherfucking dance floor right. with a motherfucking drinks. They wet ass pussies. <laughs> they big fat asses. And the big brown titties with the pepperoni nipples, because I'm coming for you. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Um, and then, of course, the chorus starts playing, and that's when I'm just in a in a ball on the floor crying. I got bitches all on my dick every day, <laughs> sucking on my balls, licking on my balls. Wow, bitches, they know. Stick it in their booty hole. My balls, my balls. Suck on my balls, and that, at that point, I am, I am hysterical. I want that read at my funeral. I am hysterical, and then the entire club cried, and everyone applauded. That's yeah. when I die. I want you to read, sing that at my funeral, like as a eulogy. Yeah, as you I'll, I'll get really into the part where it says, "All up in that asshole, let me hit that booty raw, licking the dick, sucking the balls, <laughs> swallow it all." <laughs> Beating down your <laughs> pussy wall to the ground. Good grief. Spinning round and round. And these stacks get down. Swallow oh, the nut. <laughs> <laughs> Dick in the butt. Oh, Beating no. it up. And that's how I fuck, bitch. <laughs> that's what I'm going to be singing when I'm on. No, don't I'm, I'm going to be twerking on it. your coffin as they lower down into the ground. And now and that's what Chris gonna... Lovis will give a reading uh, from the Bible. And you take the Bible <laughs> up, but you've got the lyrics tucked in. <laughs> yes. This is from uh, Job chapter the 7. The Gospel of Dre. <laughs> yeah. Man, so there you go. Beautiful. Amazing. Beautiful. Well, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's enough. Thanks for listening, everyone. That was a hell of a podcast. Um, oh, that was see amazing, you all yeah. next week. Next week. Goodbye. Adios. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.